This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, September 22nd. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nelly. Here's today's headlines. Partisan tensions flare on Ag Panel. Can Dems nail down a deal? Feed groups I methane pledge. GOP lawmakers demand details and question priorities. The House and Senate Agriculture Committees have long been known as some of the most bipartisan panels in Congress. But when one party or the other insists on pushing through a partisan policy priority, the result can be the kind of rancor that marked a House Ag Committee meeting yesterday. The meeting was scheduled to consider a pair of minor bills, one designating National Blueberry Month and the other providing additional funding for agricultural fairs. But Republicans used it to accuse Chairman David Scott of Georgia of ignoring more pressing issues. And the GOP lawmakers also demanded details of the conservation provisions that will be in his party's massive budget reconciliation bill. Representative Dusty Johnson of South Dakota said the committee should be working on issues such as mandatory price reporting for livestock. The current rules for the reporting system are set to expire at the end of the month. I am sorry, Mr. Chairman, but I cannot understand why, instead of dealing with ASF, wildfires, drought, or mandatory price reporting, we're trying to earn respect for blueberry, Johnson said. I hope tomorrow brings more serious work for this committee. On the conservation spending, Representative Austin Scott of Georgia pressed both the committee chairman as well as Jim Costa of California for details on the $28 billion in planned conservation funding. The chairman said in response that the details would be available, quote, at the appropriate time. Costa didn't confirm whether or not He had seen the bill language, but he said he does think it needs to be shared with Republicans on the committee at some point. Democrats try to nail down deal. House and Senate Democrats are trying this week to agree on details of the massive spending package. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer of New York said the goal is to have the compromise package ready by next Monday when the House is set to vote on the Senate-passed bipartisan infrastructure bill. Schumer said he's been working with Democrat moderates on a possible deal. At least two Senate Democrats have insisted they won't support the $3.5 trillion in spending that progressives want. For more on the reconciliation package, including its tax and green energy provisions, You can read our weekly AgriPulse newsletter. U.S. and European feed groups praise global methane pledge. The U.S. and European Union are leading an effort to reduce global methane emissions by 30% by 2030. And the largest animal feed organizations on both sides of the Atlantic say they are in full support. The American Feed Industry Association and the European Compound Feed Manufacturers stressed that the key to reducing livestock emissions is improving nutrient uptake for the animals, not efforts to get people to consume less meat and dairy. 
The top officials for the two groups said in a joint statement yesterday, quote, we know that achieving meaningful change and reducing global methane emissions will only be realized through the use of science and technology, which is helping today's farmers feed more people with less, not drastic and unrealistic calls to change dietary consumption patterns. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak. After this, located in Washington, D.C., Watkinson Miller has been providing legal services to the agriculture industry for more than 30 years. The attorneys at Watkinson Miller possess a unique combination of knowledge, skills, and experience working with commodity boards and their partner organizations and the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Watkinson Miller is proud to serve the agriculture community by delivering top-quality legal services that achieve cost-effective results. Good morning and welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. The world's food systems need a revolution, an official with the United Nations International Fund for Agriculture Development said on the eve of the UN Food Systems Summit. Jasna Puri Associate Vice President of IFAD's Strategy and Knowledge Department, was discussing a report released yesterday that calls for more investments in small and medium-sized farms and the development of pricing systems that reflect the full and true cost of production, including rewarding farmers for ecosystem services such as maintaining healthy soil and regulating pests. The report is one of many coming out around the U.N. summit, which takes place Thursday in New York. EPA extends dicamba data deadline. EPA is giving dicamba registrants more time to submit data on the damage the herbicide does to crops and other plants. An agency spokesperson told AgriPulse that Bayer, BASF, Corteva, and Syngenta now have until October 1st to turn in the information. The original deadline was September 19th. EPA will analyze and assess the reports to determine whether further action is necessary, the spokesperson said. USDA won't take action following new BSE case in UK. Britain's Department for Environment, Food and Rural Affairs has given USDA an analysis of a new case of bovine spongiform encephalopathy discovered on a farm in Somerset, England last week. But the U.S. will not be banning British beef as a result. That according to a spokesman for USDA's Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service. The U.S. lifted its 24-year-old ban on British beef in March of last year. The APHIS spokesperson confirmed that the case in England was an isolated, single case of classical bovine spongiform encephalopathy and said there is no need for APHIS to implement any changes. The British agency said the infected cow died on the farm before being removed. Furthermore, the government said it locked down the farm while investigators tried to identify the origin of the infection. USDA confirms AFS spread to Haiti. USDA has confirmed a case of African swine fever in Haiti. The infected pig was discovered near the border with the Dominican Republic where the swine disease has already been reported. 
While unfortunate, this detection is not unexpected due to the recent cases of ASF in the Dominican Republic, APHIS said in a statement. The U.S. has bans in place on pork and pork products from Haiti, the Dominican Republic, and the U.S. territories of Puerto Rico and the U.S. Virgin Islands. USDA is trying to ensure that major pork importers won't ban U.S. pork should ASF be detected in one or more of the territories. Here's today's He Said It. When we see the rate of suicide now, we see the rate of us not talking to people. Conversations happen over dinner or lunch or breakfast, and so when people ask, what do you do and why do you do it, that's why you do it. Be proud about it. Brag about it. That Cedric Richmond, a senior advisor to President Joe Biden, addressing members of the United Fresh Produce Association on the importance of food and shared meals to building human connections. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, September 22nd, brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly. I'm Jeff Daly.